first step. Yep. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Munch Gang. We Munch got gang. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the crew today. We got someone special. A couple special heads in here. If you can see on the table, we got a couple drinks. Guess where it is? You already know. La Michoacana Plus. La Michoacana yes, Plus. Uh, what does Michoacana stand for, anyways? So, La Michoacana is a standard name for a paleteria. Uh, paleteria is an ice cream shop in, in Mexico. So, La Michoacana is recognized worldwide as the Mexican ice cream shop. So, okay. when this one started, um, he also has a couple in Mexico, his parents opened. So, he just wanted to bring the concept up here. And just added a plus to it. And that's why we're a little extra. If um, you guys have been in there, you can see by all the decor and everything around. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's beautiful in there. Very colorful. Yes. Very bright. It's like eye, It's like a, just eye-opening once you walk in there. It's a very different vibe because there's nothing else like that in anything around here. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we've been here for, like, what, almost... 14 years 14 years we're down from the barrier so once this opened up it was just like you know yeah that's a like, spot you know, a little bit of home from from this little shop yeah. so you said uh michicana is like a palette it's because pa- paleteria paleteria uh-huh. it's that's pretty similar to like the paletero man yeah pretty much but that guy sells like snacks or fruits and stuff um paletero man means um paletas so the paletas are the popsicles Right. So you know how he uh, has a little cart? Yeah. So he's just a paletero man. So he's a he's just... ice cream popsicle guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And, and you were talking about uh, the guy that originally came up with the La Michicana. What was his name? Uh, his name's uh, Ruben. He actually grew up uh, making ice cream with his parents. Um, like I said, La Michicana is known, um, I guess, worldwide for just being, you know, uh, Mexican ice cream shop. His parents made one or opened one. I don't. I don't remember if it was open um, and it was called La Michoacana. But um, he did say that they had a, a small little ice cream shop, and then he grew up making this ice cream. So everything's a family recipe. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Uh, before that, let's introduce the people in here. I didn't even introduce you guys. All right, guys. This is gonna be the. La, how do you pronounce it? La Michoacana. La Michoacana. Yes. Michoacana Plus. Yes, Reading. Uh, who we got here on my right, your guys' left, is uh, Christian. And he is the owner of La Michoacana. We got Jordy and we got Vicente. And they're basically his right-hand man yes, running the place. Yes. Yeah. Without them, you ain't getting ice cream, I'll no, tell you exactly. what. <laughs> That's true. You guys are making it happen over there. Anyways, I'll, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to put some... You guys... I don't know if you guys want to drink, but I'm going to throw some tequila in here. <laughs> Say less. Yeah. Damn, I should have drink. You guys fuck with Jose Cuervo or what? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Anything that's tequila. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so random because I... Personally, I don't really... Tequila fucks me up. Like, it doesn't okay, fuck okay. me up instantly. But after a while, like it comes, like two hours later, it hits me out of nowhere. Yeah, it creeps up. Yeah. I like um. I like whiskey as well. Whiskey is pretty good. Uh, and then I've learned to like cognac too, but they're pretty close though. So. Oh yeah. Hennessy, like Hennessy cognac. Or? Uh, I started with that. <laughs> yeah, Hennessy's dangerous. I think I'd rather drink tequila than Hennessy. Yeah, anything can happen with that so i can't open this you know (laughs) you guys happen to have a pocket knife or something (laughs) hey you guys come in no popping bottles there's usually like a rivet to help open it but oh you got it there he goes it's like he's done this before there you go this was in the freezer too so it's ice cold already it's already chilled he said let me pour one shot Shot. Hopefully that's enough. You 
mix it up. So this is a, well, I, I have a Michelada or Michelaguas. Michelagua. Wow. So we don't have alcohol in our, in our drinks. So they're only Michelaguas. Oh, Michelaguas. Yeah, Michelaguas. A lot of people get them confused and we wish we can help, you know, sell them with alcohol, but we don't. And that's where the collab comes next. Oh, geez. speaking of collab, you're bringing that up. Um, yeah, you're talking about it earlier. You have some future plans. Yes. So um, I was talking to the Cicada owner and he wants to do a collab with us um, for Cinco de Mayo. He wants to make these right here, um, but he wants to add alcohol. Yeah. So we're we're talking about a couple ideas. Um, we have two things so far, but we're working on some more. Yeah, a couple ideas. Event, yeah, not a hundred percent yet. No. So actually, you just opened up a spot up in uh, Medford, Oregon, right? Medford, yes. Uh, we opened the twenty first of January, mm -hmm. and it's going pretty great over there. Um, I've been super busy, and like I said, without these guys, I probably wouldn't be over there as much. Yeah. So yeah, they're definitely running the store for me over here. Okay, uh, let's actually go before that. I want to ask you, like, how did uh, how did it come about from you opening your first spot? Was the Reading location your first spot, or did you have something before Reading? No, no I didn't. Uh, so, uh, I guess it, it got offered to me. Um, one of my family members, she opened up. Uh, Michoacana in Modesto about four years ago. Okay. And she basically said, hey, I'm opening this up. Do you guys want to do, you know, open one uh, at the same time oh. uh, as I'm opening? And we kind of said no for two years. But we saw that it was going really great for her. And so we decided to do it. And before yeah. this, we were living in uh, Eureka. So I had a nine to five working at a dealership. I was making good money. So that was another um, reason why I didn't want to, you know, leave. Right. I was making good money. I didn't have to worry about anything after work. And, but, I don't know, she, she opened, an, up, uh, opened up another one in Sacramento. Or, um, and she was making good money. So I was like, hey, might as well risk it, you know. No yeah. risk, no reward. And so I started looking for a spot. Reading uh, was always... You know, a place that we went during the summer because it was hot. So we we're like, "Hey, why not Reading?" Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. I think it's one of the hottest places on in the country or something. Yeah, like, it like it's like the most sun in the world, or no, maybe not in the world, but in the country. <laughs> it's crazy. It gets like what 113 here every summer, if not more. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, Death Valley is the only place that's hotter. In, yeah, in Cali, I think right. Probably. But so were you, you were you uh you lived in Eureka your whole life or before? No, um LA until I was ten years old and then we moved to uh Eureka. Was there fifteen years and then over here. Yeah. you going from Eureka to Reading is such a huge change because Eureka's like oh. you're on the coast, you got like wind. I mean sometimes you get sun if you're lucky at like yeah, one o'clock. <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's like I, I want to say like a steady 56 degrees the whole year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 65 <laughs> in the summer, but super, super cold over there and just nothing to do. I don't know what I was <laughs> doing out there for all that time, but yeah. I love it. I go, me and my lady go over there to visit just because it's nice to visit, but yeah, living yeah. there is like a whole different story. Yes, so yeah. like, I, I didn't know I was depressed until <laughs> I moved out of there and I saw the sun, but yeah, it was... It was rough. It was rough out there. So how long ago did the uh, Michigan open here in Reading? Um, a year and a half now. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah, a year right. and a half. Yeah. August 21st of 21. 21. Yeah. That's like the prime heat right there. Everybody was ready for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But um, we, were, we were trying to open before that, but COVID didn't let us. Yeah. We were held back for like seven months. Oh, we were, yeah, months. we were trying to open like at the beginning of the year, um, but yeah, just the 
permits and plans and all that got held back at city hall but yeah yeah that slowed everybody down like all the restaurants were having trouble some of them had to sell it you know before it got too bad it wasn't looking good for most of them but you guys made it through the cool yeah the first time i heard about michigan i was like yo what is this because around here we only had like cold stone or like thrifty's ice cream you know american style ice cream baskin robbins yeah we didn't have you know much like mexican based things really other than mexican restaurants but those aren't as i feel like la michicana is pretty authentic compared to most things yes it would be just just because um i feel like up here in reading it's not too much uh hispanic no too much hispanic culture Mm -hmm. so bringing the michicana up here was just like it was changing for for i guess like the the culture out here because to be honest you only see like one fucking elotero out here to be honest i, mean, I haven't even seen man. one there's yeah. oh there's one on heart now but yeah, that's, oh, that's the guy yeah that's the only guy i've ever seen and well he usually posts up uh by the church up here but on chest of you after okay. after mass i guess yeah yeah so he's always there after after church so that's i mean that's the only place we'd be able to get any of this type of stuff well especially like the street corn but other than that me and this food are from uh from the Bay Area, so Bay, yeah, kind of like more used to it out there. Yeah, because there's, yeah. I feel like a one every block or so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a paletero coming around your corner yeah. every fucking couple hours. So yeah, it was pretty cool just uh, seeing Lucha kind of come come up here to to ready, for sure. I think the first uh, paletero <clears throat> man I seen was in Corning. Uh, Corning has a couple oh, for, Corning, sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, what? Corning, Norland, all that area over there for sure. Yeah. It's funny because it's like uh, how I'm not Chinese, but my lady, she's Chinese and she views like these local Chinese restaurants as it's like American Chinese. Yeah. It's not quite the authentic Chinese because uh, I actually went to China with her a couple years ago and they don't have orange chicken over there. You know what I'm saying? They don't. Have, yeah. 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 It's like that. That's not even a thing, really. They eat so much other things like the chicken. They eat their chicken cold. I don't know. It's just a whole different vibe. But, uh, yeah, it's cool seeing um, something more authentic, and that's why I like the Michigana so much. Because you guys do, what do you guys have? Do you guys have paletas? you guys have these michelaguas? Uh, manganadas? Yeah, that's these right here. The agua frescas. Mm, agua frescas uh, are a big thing um, because it's not, it's not just you know artificial flavor we don't have anything that's artificial the only thing maybe just the sugar but um, we use actual fruit to make these drinks so uh, the cucumber has cucumber it's cucumber yeah sugar water and you can and you can just even see it in the paletas because the paletas have just the straight mango like the mango paletas have a straight a slice of mango in the popsicle and then there's like oreo pieces in there there's like uh just like fruit chunks and you know some yeah. strawberries, yeah. Um, everything that we try to make, we try to make. Um, I don't want to say what is it organic because it's not really organic, more but natural. it's more natural, definitely. More, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, definitely changed the game around here. Like I'm surprised if people don't even know about it right now. <laughs> like, yeah, we we yeah. still get a lot of people yeah, coming in like, whoa, I didn't know this place was here. How long you been here? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm surprised that we've been open for a year already. It's like, what? You live in a rock or something? Like, like, yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah. we're bright pink. Well, definitely. You, especially at night. I feel like you can see like the inside more. It's it's so bright, like, especially from the outside. Uh-huh. And then I guess in like the area we're at too, I mean, Telltop. Telltop's pretty, you know. It's popping. It's popping. Yeah. 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 That's a good location for sure. Um, I was wondering, dude, how much money you make? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> get ready a say. month? A year? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, don't, I lost count. Before, but. after taxes? Yeah. No. I know, taxes are probably crazy. Sheesh, yeah. Can't imagine. No. So you guys both work at the uh, the, the store, and uh, yeah. you guys been there since it opened? or? Uh, so I pretty much started working. It was, was kind of weird for me. So I worked pretty much like a, a regular other job, and then I wanted to get a second job. But I actually started like I guess um, I'd say September. I think I started. Okay. Uh, 
I knew about the job just because uh, I had a, a good friend who worked there. And so she kind of hooked it up with the job. And, then, you know, I became good friends with Christian. But I did actually move to Florida for about six months. And coming back, you know, I asked the homie, you know, you want to help a brother out? <laughs> yeah. Job. You know, he, he actually just right away accepted, a, accepted that. So I came back in May or no, April. April. In April, I came back. And then, yeah, I just kept working. Uh, sooner or later, I became the manager there. And then my brother over here, he, you know, he wanted a job too there. So, Struggling. you know, it kind of took a <laughs> yeah. couple months, but, you know, he finally ended up at Let Me Check right now. But it's dope though, you know, just having your brother work there too. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, before I was like cooking and that was just stressful every day. Just come home, really tired. Where were you cooking at? I was cooking at El Serape and Pasta Prano before. Oh, Pasta Prano is good. I like yeah, Pasta Prano. It's pretty good. So how was the change from <laughs> cooking to, yeah. It was just way easier for me to just knowing, I already like handled like pressure, all that, anything. Like if there's like a big line, it, it's easy for me just because I've been through it before. Yeah. Like cooking, it's way harder cooking than just scooping ice cream. So I feel like this is just easier, faster, yeah. just get everything good, I guess. You miss cooking ever? I used to cook too, actually. Yeah, I low-key miss cooking. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Maybe, yeah. Or just at home, you know, do it on your own time. (laughs) Yeah, I used to cook at Kobe's. I was just cooking in the back. I did the hibachi stuff for a little bit, for like a a month or two, and that was fun, but it's also stressful because there's like people watching you while you're doing all these tricks, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you missed. Yeah, like one time, dude. I was flipping the spatulas, and then, you know, have you guys ever ate there before? Yeah. yeah. Um, before we flipped the spatulas, we hand out the sauces in those little ramekin trays. Mm-hmm. And I was flipping it, and then I missed the catch, and the spatula landed on somebody's tray, and it, like, spilt all over in front of them. I was oh, like, wow. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Super embarrassing. I was like, yo, I'll get you another one. And then uh, I just finished my tricks and totally forgot, it, and I never got him another one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. That's, that's stressful right there. It's fun, like, looking at it, but, like, doing it, it was kind of... Yeah. Like, especially if people have allergies or, like, shrimp allergies, so you got to watch yeah, out for that. Shellfish, yeah. yeah. So you got to cook the shrimp after or something, and sometimes you're so in the zone, you forget, and there's, like, 12 people at each table. So, like, to remember each person's order, it's yeah, pretty. it gets pretty oh, confusing. Yeah, sure. They're like, oh, I got chicken, I got filet, I got lobster, I got, you know. And then the different temperatures, too. Different. Like, oh, hey, I like my uh, steak, well done, or steak well done or medium, or, you know. Yeah, and then that makes it extra complicated. Or yeah. somebody's like, can I get no carrots in my fried rice? I'm like, look, this thing comes in. A, <laughs> it comes together, you know. Yeah. But I can try, you know. Yeah, I feel like, in a way, it's sometimes just, like, not stressful, but it's kind of like, I don't know what the word would be, but, you know, like, people just watching you make this stuff, too. Because yeah. they're at the Michoacana, you know, we don't do anything in the back, really. It's mostly uh, all up front. So we're pretty much always uh, having people, so they order, you know, and we make it pretty much in front of them. So it's kind of, uh, there's times where there's you could feel the eyes behind you. Just, yeah. You know, just yeah. Like making sure you're making this stuff right, you know. It's like, is he scooping yeah. me enough? Is that enough? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, I, yeah, is that a half scoop, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah, can yeah. I get some extra or something? So. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, once you, I feel like once you work there for a bit, it's just like, you get used to it. You won't really like trip out about like, you know, making something right or not. It's like, customers always right to at the end of the day. Yeah. If you end up making something wrong, like you, you obviously. You have to would, fix it you anyways. Fix it for them, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, you get used to it. I feel like after a while yeah you ever have any what's the worst karen you've had you've got to have like some pretty bad customers (laughs) you know what i mean um i guess you know like let's see i'd say maybe like mostly like on our street corn oh Uh, what's the street corn so the street corn is pretty much uh our vaso elote it's called an esquita too that's gonna be pretty much like a corn cup but with mayo chili powder and then butter but mm-hmm. there's you know there's another option where you could get a uh, hot cheeto powder yeah oh i've had that one yeah. yeah so that's pretty popular so i've had like a lady come in and pretty much um what was it so you know they ordered like a couple of them 
specific like you know i always ask and make sure you know wh- which one you want specifically the chili or the yeah. f- hot cheeto one yeah so there's a there was a time where uh i had to make i think it was three of them and you know i'm always asking oh so you want the the hot cheeto one or the regular one and then uh you know i heard her say the hot cheeto one but then afterwards it's like they come back and say after pain eating like half of it and then they come back and they're like oh i wanted the chili powder one oh so it's just like that, that kind of just the, like you already, yeah, ate, you already ate it but at the same time it's like yeah. like, you don't want to like you know make a bad impression onto the store so it's like yeah. you kind of want to like help them but at the same time you can't really do much if they've already been eating it too yeah because then if they come in next time they'll expect the same result pretty much you know yeah, yeah. so i feel like a lot of people kind of just expect to get a whole new thing after like you know going halfway through it yeah it's just kind of like annoying sometimes but i feel like those are like it's not just that one karen it's been multiple times where it's like that you know people come back and expect like a whole new mangonada after being down here yeah all the way to the bottom all the way to the bottom yeah, yeah. it's like why didn't you say something before? yeah exactly yeah and i feel like that's that's like in every restaurant though it's like if you are eating something and you eat most of it and then you tell me you don't like it you don't tell them like hey i want a refund or yeah, i want another yeah. one you know it's like you tell them when you first bite into it it's like hey i don't yeah. like it like give it back okay exactly. cool i'll yeah. take it i'll take it off your bill um i've actually the first day that we opened um i've got i got a karen what was it? a guy karen i guess what do you call those a ken, a ken. uh yeah Kevin? I, don't I don't know um but we were extremely extremely slammed like our opening day was crazy our line was inside uh and i, re- I don't remember if it was wrapped inside I and think, then i think it was because i remember koi went there and he was telling me he went there the first day and it like wrapped inside and then it came out and then like oh, almost oh yes yes crazy. the uh-huh. tail end almost went to the cicada yeah it went all the way to the cicada yeah. entrance um but yeah we were extremely slammed i had let's see it was about seven people at a time so i had two shifts i had i remember i hired 15 people so it was uh, about seven people in the morning switch shifts and then seven others helping me with myself and another uh let me check on an employee but she is uh corporate so she knows everything um but we we ended up getting um a ken and uh one of the girls was helping him and everything we make is basically made at the time you order it. You know, we don't have anything pre-made. Right. And he was with a family of, like, five kids and his wife. So there's, like, seven of them as well. But each um, employee gets their own customer. So that way we remove the line quicker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not stuck on one family or whatnot. <clears throat> but this guy ordered ten things. And when it was time for him to check out, he complained to me about how long he had to wait. And I was like, okay, well, I'm so sorry. Like, you had to wait. <laughs> so uh, I gave him a discount. And then uh, he went and sat down, um, basically ate his food, came back, and told me, like, uh, his hot Cheetos with cheese were soggy. Because <laughs> they were waiting <laughs> for so long. I'm like, <laughs> well, you did order, like, you know, 10 things here. But I was like, you know what? I'll give you your money back. You're good to go. Don't worry. But it was it was just so frustrating because he did wait in line for over an hour. But still, like... It's made to order. So it's like it wasn't that long of a, you know... Yeah, and then he, he did, like I said, he ate it, came back, and was like, I didn't like it. It was soggy. Yeah. I'm like... That's a tough situation yeah. because, like, you, you want to appreciate your customers for coming in. And it's like you try to give them the benefit of the doubt... But I've had friends growing up because I'm a skateboarder. So we did like the craziest thing just to get a free meal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like we because we didn't have much money at like 14, 15. And uh, we'd skate around. And uh, by the end of the day, we'll get we'll go to like Carl's Jr. And get like a spicy chicken, you know, just to fill our stomachs after skating, you know. And uh, he'll I never did this, but my friend, he'll take a couple bites of the spicy chicken. He'll rip. A piece of hair out from his head, throw it in the sandwich, and then go up to the counter and be like, "Hey, there was a hair in my sandwich. Can I get a new one?" (laughs) 
I'm like, bro, that's, <laughs> that's smart, low key. Yeah, it's smart, but I don't know. That is Carl's Jr. too. So Carl's Jr. Yeah. I was like, dude, I I don't know. I could never do that. But there are people like that. You know, they try to take advantage of the system because they they just believe every company is out there is rich. You know, like yeah. they got money. Yeah. But for the most part, if it's not like a like a big franchise, like a local business, it's no. You know, they don't have infinite money. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what a lot of people think about us as well. They think that we are a big company, but it's just me. It's like I bought into the company, but the company doesn't help me pay for anything. It's like I pay the company. Yeah, for everything we have and like the you know, the ice cream, the paletas, all that stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just a small business owner as well. Yeah. So, and people were actually slamming us on like Facebook when we first were going to open. They're like, oh, don't go there because, um, you know, it's a big franchise. Uh, support your local businesses. And I was what? I was going to go and, you know, say like, hey, I'm, I'm like myself here. Like, how do I say I'm a small business as well? Like, I know it's a bigger name, but still. Yeah. Yeah, like no, that's that's not, you know, that's not the situation here, and I I think we still get a couple of people um, that come in and think that we're just another you know franchise big business. Yeah, yeah. it's like name more than four of these places, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing is that people like be coming from different places. Like let's say like before the one in Oregon open, uh-huh. uh, people like come down from Oregon like expecting they would get a little extra more for free just because they they drove and took the distance yeah Yeah. that's all i hear it's like no it doesn't it doesn't work like that i mean that's funny how was the grand opening there it was 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 it hectic too it was crazy as well which one was crazier the reading one or Uh, i think i don't know it's kind of hard to say i was already expecting uh the grand opening to be as crazy as it was in medford only because we had it here as well in Reading. We had such a good response uh, in Reading, which I was surprised. Um, we were, what well, we had a line all the way to Cicada for about two weeks straight. And wow. then after that, I was just inside. But I kind of expected that um, in, in Medford, but I was, I was. Were you prepared for it? Prepared, yes. Yeah. I was prepared for it. So I think. I'm going to say the Reading was crazier because I wasn't prepared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your first one opening yeah. up, you know, so you're like, I don't know what to expect. I kind of have an idea, but this is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming, you know, but then yeah. second second time is uh, should be easier. Okay. And then we're, we're going for a third one, actually. I'm opening up another one in in Reno in hopefully three months. Oh, wow. Time, That's back to back to back. Yeah. So you're going to be everywhere. That's cool. Um, I was curious. How does one go? I mean, what is the process from like, like taking the name and then putting it into fruition, like leasing a building or whatever you got to do? And because that's got to take at least a year to go through all that, right? So the process to a business or to uh, buy into a franchise or this franchise is finding a building that you like, Um, you know, make sure the rent's something you can you think you can pay a month uh then you hit up the uh the franchise and then the ceo himself comes um he's a good guy he's actually pretty chill uh, i hang out with him sometimes oh, cool. but he comes over and he checks out the spot um sees you know the demographic uh he checks on his phone like how many hispanics or um the type of people that live around the parts um how many population wise Okay. So it's, it's a lot of um, research, but once you find a place that he says, okay, I think it'll work here, he can tell you as well, I don't think it'll work here or whatnot, but as long as you feel comfortable with opening, you know, it's, it's your investment, so you take the risk, but um, then you buy the, uh, the name from them, which is a fee, and then um, they help you with the rest. So that fee helps with the... Uh, designing the store oh, designing yeah designing your store uh promoting it what else yeah, designing promoting what about the distribution like where you guys get all the ice cream is that that's them as well 
So they they make it. Um, they have a, a factory down in Southern California, and then they ship it over. So when you make your order, they ship them over in like the two three days it takes to get up here. But yeah, they make all that um, down there at the factory, and then we'll just uh, we'll sell it here whenever we need another order. Just make the call. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, so you went from how? What made you decide to open one up in uh, in Medford? Uh, Medford. So a lot of people came down uh, oh, yeah. from Medford. Yeah. Yes, oh, and then yeah. I started hearing that there was a large Hispanic demographic up there. So um, I don't know. It's just something that happened. You're like, oh, that sounds like a good spot. Yeah, and it's only two two and a half hours away. Yeah. yeah. But before Medford, I actually thought about Reno. So I was supposed to open that store a long time ago, like before, before uh, Medford. It's been like a year now that I leased a spot in Reno, and I still haven't been able to open it. It's just been crazy over there. Reno's going to be a crazy one. That's I feel like that's going to be the big one. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the, the demographic there, there's 100,000 people in that five-mile radius of where my store is, and they're all Hispanic. Wow. So it's like... All of Reading being Hispanic. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the grand opening. So, uh, yeah, I think that one should be a hit, hopefully. Especially in Reno, it's like everybody's out there late at night. So do you guys yeah. plan on staying open late? Yeah, I think I'm switching the hours over there. Um, might open around noon and then stay open until 2. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Damn. You know you're going to get some drunks going yeah. in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> maybe get my my liquor license or something. Oh, and yeah. Like a, you know, 10 to 2 o'clock, start selling alcoholic drinks. And hopefully that's easier. At Reno, Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's easier there. Yeah, I heard it's a little easier. So that'd be good. Yeah. Cause put some slot machines in there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Put some slot machines in yeah. there. <laughs> Something. Next time I go to Reno, it's going to be open. I'm going to go there at like 159. That's also the thing, too. People like coming in. Oh, yeah. Last Ten minute. Last minute. Before closing. And it's like, there's points where it's like, uh, we won't have anyone for like a good like 15 minutes. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we'll clean up. just be a snow, slow night. You know, we're going to kind of clean up a bit. And then and all the people get all of a sudden, <laughs> we have, you know, just a group of people come in wanting the hardest stuff to make a lot of the stuff isn't hard but it's just like more there's more steps to it it's more time consuming so it's just like you have like five six people coming in and then it's like usually one or two of us closing so you're just like stuck having to help the people again clean the area where you just clean (laughs) yeah and it's just like you know but you got to deal with it it's you do it's we're open till till 10 so we kind of have to, you know, just... Some people it. try not to come in at 15, you know, 15 minutes before, but some people don't really care. Yeah. Like, me and me and Koi, we'll pull up, and Vincente's always working, and we'll be like, oh, yo, yeah. can we get, like, those milkshakes? <laughs> 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 just at the end of the night. The crazy the, shakes. The yeah, crazy, the crazy shakes. shakes. That's what yeah, we should have brought. Oh, yeah, those are yeah. visually cool, you know. Yeah. But... That probably takes at least 10 minutes to make those, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And then you have to clean the blender. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it comes with a lot of stuff. Just the deck, like, to decorate it, it takes a while. Yeah. And ice cream. You got to clean all that up at the end, too. Then, like, (laughs) just imagine doing all that, cleaning it all up. Then after that, someone asks you for for another another one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was a big thing in Medford. So we don't have it on our menu here in Reading. But in Medford, they added it to, like, our big poster menu. Uh-huh. So over there, the first day, we we had people getting crazy oh. crazy shakes back to back to back. Mm. Yeah. And it was funny because, um, well, you know, it's, like, more complicated to make. So that first day, I kind of was the one having to make all of them. And we joke around. It'd be like, oh, they ordered a crazy shake, but just joking around. <laughs> Two seconds later. A crazy shake. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> yeah. Shake. So you just you don't even have to walk back it to the front anymore. No, you, You're just in the back. It was the yeah. station. Was I was pretty much in the station. back for a good, probably two hours, just making crazy shakes. Wow, that's yeah. why they call it crazy shakes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just added it. Like we tr- we try to like, I guess put it out there more in, here and ready. 
Mm-hmm. So we for sure have gotten more people ordering them. But it's a good thing. We kind of want to like show that we have like, you know, things that other like places won't have. Yeah. Yeah. So um, those crazy shakes for sure are, are different out here. Um, I haven't really seen no other place that has it. We have our first sponsor, everybody. Is the back of your phone broken? Maybe you forgot to check your lap before getting out of your car. Or maybe you accidentally dropped your phone filming a skate trick. Or maybe you got pissed or crush left you on red. Well, thanks to our sponsor, Lightning Phone Repair, they can fix that right up for you. In fact, if you ever decide to get your phone fixed because you're tired of glass splinters, go to Lightning Phone Repair and mention Munch Gang to get $20 off your next phone repair. Alright guys, we are back. We are back. We had to take a little break. As we always had to refill. Had to refill. Refill. We're back. You guys knew I took uh I took Spanish for a couple years. Did you? Yeah. I took Spanish two years and then I TA'd. A TA is like a teacher's assistant. Yes. And I did that like for the third year. And then I tried to take Spanish in college. It's like Spanish one oh one. It's supposed to sound super easy but then i went in there they expected me to know everything already <laughs> like no. after two years in spanish yeah i actually took um four years of spanish four years <laughs> did you did um, you get good grades well y- yes and yes and no so um freshman year i was supposed to take you know an elective and i picked spanish i was like you know It'd be easy, easy. Yeah. <laughs> and i mean it was um but I remember um, I got my whole schedule switched and they kicked me out of Spanish. And um, I forget what elective I got. So I had to take Spanish one again um, my sophomore year. But then I got kicked out again because I knew more than the teacher. I I, I corrected her and she got mad with me. And then she sent me to the office. And then uh, she was like, he can't be in my class. So I lost an opportunity there. so she, they put me in Spanish too, uh, sophomore year, uh, Spanish three, junior, and then um, for my senior year, I had to take AP Spanish. I didn't, well, I didn't have to, but you know, might as well. Yeah, that sounds hard though. Yeah, it was definitely a lot harder because they actually expected you to, you know, do your homework and yeah. take tests and all that. I still passed it with a C, but. Um, I remember uh, this girl that sat in front of me. Um, I would hit her up for <laughs> the homework, and oh, uh, she would just like send it to me. And um, I didn't really have to do the homework; I just like, copied her answers or whatever, and then I turned it in. Yeah, because it's one thing growing up. Like, did your parents speak Spanish to you? Yeah, it's yeah, but thing. it's a lot different. Yeah, oh, oh. for sure, it's big different. Yeah, because it's like you grew up uh, speaking in this dialect, and then when you go to school. There's like reasons for like the suffixes and like the yeah, other yeah. things, yeah. like uh, like andos, like ing, you know, like Pretty like patinando, mm-hmm. like skating, or just patinar is like to skate. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. And then you got to study that kind of stuff. You're like, what? Yeah, I didn't and, know that was a thing. At least for me, I don't know. And then some words too. I mean, like, um, you know, there's slang to it, and then there's the formal way of saying stuff. And so it's it's definitely a lot different. It's, they, a big difference. it's straight it's formal, f- like sure. Spanish from Spain almost sometimes. It's oh. different. It's like, like English usted is or something. Um, like yeah, like usted. usted. Yeah, yeah. It's just, we 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 use it, but when we address someone that's older than us, it's more of a respect thing. Uh, other than that, we wouldn't say usted to, you know, someone that's working with us. We'd say, like, do or whatever. But right. Like the homie. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah. I'm going to play a game. Yes, let's do it. You guys each give me a Spanish sentence, and I'll try to <laughs> I'll try to guess what it is. You want to go first, Vicente? Uh, yeah, <laughs> my two years of Spanish. <laughs> Como está tu día? How was your day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Dude, that's too easy. You gotta give me something harder. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, I'm going to the I'm going to the Michigana after this podcast. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Is that pretty it's close? close? It's close. He said, uh, 
Let's go to the Michoacana after this. Podcast. Oh, let's go. Okay. Yeah. I would have <laughs> expected Vamanos or something. You know? That's yeah. where it comes in. So it's like, what would I say exactly? I already forgot. I okay. Like, it's okay. like, kind of yeah. like slimy. I There is. Like, okay. I, I, I like, let's. I, uh, it's like, uh, translation is like, there's. I, and then what. So it doesn't really, you yeah, know. Yeah, so that's, I didn't calculate like slang, that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I know what Displace is, so I was like, after, you know? After. All right, I was close. All right, let's see here. Give me a good one. A good one. Give me a slang one. See if I can guess some slang one. <clears throat> slang one. Sheesh. I know that one. Sheesh. Some, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I, for, I forget. Like, I don't like, let's see. I've had Uh, para donde quieres ir con este podcast? Damn, that was rough, dude. That was repeat that a little bit slower. Para donde quieres ir con este podcast? From where? Say it one more time. Para donde quieres ir con este podcast? From where you want? This podcast, uh, from where did you... No, no, it, uh, it's like, where do you want to go with this podcast? Oh, I was, I was getting there. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, 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 you're, you're tra- right it's translating, for sure. One day would be like, where to? Oh. Get a seat. It's like, where do you want to go? Wow. Yeah. It surprises me that I still know some Spanish, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. That's really good. And it's Especially kind of two weird years. Spanish too, though, like how he was saying with like the whole Spain and then like our Spanish that we grew up with. It's like um, I I did Spanish too, but dude, I failed. <laughs> I failed Spanish. It was easy. I'd say it was easy, but it's just like the work. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the work. work. The homework. Oh, the homework was rough. It's rough write a whole essay <clears throat> in Spanish? Like yeah, no thanks. Yeah. One like, time. Could, yeah, you could. I could write it, read it, and pretty much like you know talk Spanish but it's just like I had a Portuguese teacher too oh so yeah, well, she was in Portuguese she was Brazilian but she spoke Portuguese mm-hmm. and it's like it's still different way different saying like oh you have shorts on like oh tienes um, los pantalones cortos uh-huh. instead instead I say chores oh yeah interesting. it's like shorts but it's yeah. A, yeah. it's again it goes back to the slang like especially from up here you know if you're it's like Spanglish so yeah, um yeah. A truck, we would say troca, but it's not an actual word. It's Spanglish. So it's not camioneta. Yeah. Camioneta yeah. means truck, but we say troca. Troca, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Spanglish, oh, okay. yeah. There's a lot of that. With the shorts. Shorts. Uh-huh. Bolígrafo. That's how they would expect you to yeah. say it. It's lapicero or... Lapicera, yeah. Lapicera. And that's a pen. Bolígrafo. I don't say bolígrafo. Yeah, I'm not going to be here. Like, oh, that's a big-ass word yeah, for just a pen. pen. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. funny. Dude, one time I was in uh, my Spanish class, and uh, we had a substitute teacher, so I don't think she had a degree in Spanish <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> so we basically, you know, when the, t- the substitutes come in, they just put on, like, a video or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before that even happened, my buddy was like, hey, you should pretend, you should pretend like you don't speak any English at all. It's like... <laughs> So I was just speaking my own <laughs> dialect in there, like the whole time, and she's like, "So why are you in this class if you can't even speak English?" <laughs> no way. And, and then all my friends would be like, "Yeah, he doesn't speak English. Uh, you just have to point to things, kind of." <laughs> she's like, she's getting frustrated, and she just stopped talking to me for the rest of the class. That would have been funny. like a good YouTube video, right what there. Yeah. Do you speak also? Uh, Mian. 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 Yeah. It's like, have you guys ever heard of Mian before? Yeah. It's like there's a lot of Mian people here lot, in town. I, I went to school with a lot of uh, a lot of Mian, Lao, and Mong. Mong. Yeah. Uh, Mon, Mon, mm-hmm. yeah. There's probably none in like the Bay Area, huh? Uh, San Jose, dude. San Jose. Was there Mian people in San Jose? San Jose's full of dude. Yes. Yeah, every race you could think of. Oh, I know. There's a, there's a lot of Chinese people there. Oh yeah. Oh, one time I went to Costco, it was like 90% Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just on the areas you're at, to be honest. I mean, the Bay Area is pretty big. Especially, like, you know, like, you got San Francisco. It's oh, like, yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of Chinos is what you guys call them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, so it's kind of like just a bunch of everything out there. But out here, I for sure think there's like, you know, a good amount of like Mian, Laos, and Hmong, like you were saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how did you guys feel about coming to Reading and seeing like all this Thai food? Did you guys ever had Thai food before moving here? No. Like real Thai, like other Thai fa- places are more like Chinese, you know, closer yeah. to Chinese, but here it's more like. I've, I've, uh, <coughs> there's this, uh, where is it at? Um, over by the roots that has a drive through there's like uh-huh. down the street there's this oh rose garden um, off 273 there i think so i forget what it's called okay but i've had their food there and it was actual like i felt like that was the most authentic um kind of like food there it wasn't it wasn't like you know like you said americanized i think yeah, it was thai food was it taroko or no no no, no 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 it was uh Maybe. probably rose garden because it's kind of down the street from there When's it, how, what about the first time you had pho? Do you ever had pho? Yeah. Did that kind of, did that blow your mind or do you not really? I mean, it just seemed like noodles and soup. And broth? Kinda, yeah. yeah. See, for my first time, it was funny because my mom, she, she tried making it. Homemade pho? <laughs> yeah, what? Just like, she's Mexican, like, as fuck, dude. She's <laughs> like a Mexican mother who's just trying to make a whole nother type of dish she doesn't know anything about. She literally only knew about it because of, you know, restaurants she'd go to. But, uh, yeah, the first time, I don't know, I wasn't feeling it. But <laughs> I have tried it at an actual pho place. Uh, it's just fire, dude. It's good. Um, Especially when you know what ingredients to put into yeah, it. You know, yeah, when they yeah. give you the spice yeah, tray. tray. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's what really helps, like, bring it out for uh, sure. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was like, I didn't even try it for a good amount of time before uh, I did try it in a place in, uh, in Sac. I forgot what it was called. Um, but yeah, that one time my mom made it, though, that, I don't know. I kind of like ruined the, the first impression because I, mean, I, I didn't know what really pho was. But when I did, when she made it, it was just... Did she put like menudo in there or something? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I didn't know what she put <laughs> Menudo <in there>. pho. <laughs> yeah. She did, bro. She's like, is this the right kind of tripe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she, just, she just put whatever. She like... She made her own fusion. Guess, or something. But yeah. That's I guess I, I guess it wouldn't be considered fair, honestly. It was a whole different thing from when I had it at this <laughs> restaurant, dude. It was a whole different thing. So you had it at a restaurant afterwards, though. After afterwards. that, and you're like, "Whoa, this is nothing it's, like it's, no, some Mexican like, food." This is actually good, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now I actually like it though. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a. You know what my favorite soup is? I go to Los Gordos, mm-hmm. my favorite spot, the downtown one. That's the okay, spot. Yeah, so that's the homies restaurant. I always get the albondigas. Dude, oh, I, I, the love, guys. I love albondigas. Yeah, the first time I had that, I was like, holy shit, this might yeah. be better than pho. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of people make them different from like a lot of, like, you know, just, I guess different families make it differently. But from what I've had, it's, it's, it's honestly good. It's, it's fire. Honest, yeah. Same with, uh, what's it called? Pozole too. Pozole, menudo, freaking. Yeah, they're all different. Different colors too. Different, and there's yeah. just clear one, like regular. There's yeah. red. There's green. Just like yeah. enchiladas. Just like enchiladas. <laughs> I've never seen a green one before. Never seen green enchiladas? Oh, well, I've seen inch- green enchiladas, but not like green pozole. Oh, yeah. that's uh, It all depends on the part of uh, Mexico. I think like the more... Yeah. What uh, southern states make it green, and then the upper states um, make it red, and then the in between. Oh, the that's ways. interesting. Yeah, you guys yeah. ever had hot pot? You know what hot pot is? No. Is it where you like have the meat and it's raw, and you just like, yeah, put it like in cook broth? it in a broth? It's like a fondue, but like a For, bigger yeah, version. Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't tried it though. The next time you go to Sac, they have a couple hot spot or hot pot places. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called. It used to be called. Little sheep, but now it's called Happy Lamb. Yeah. It's good. It's like Korean bar. You, you ever had Korean barbecue? Mm, no, I haven't. No, isn't there a place here that does Korean barbecue? Yeah, it's over by. Uh, but I'd say it's mid. Really? Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've barely seen it too. It's a uh, yeah Yamasushi. They do it over there, but compared to the ones in Sacramento, okay, yeah. Sacramento is no. It's good. You just cook it on the grill and stuff right in front of you, and it's like a buffet that you they bring you your veggies and your uh meat and you just cook it yourself yeah it's cool no, i've seen it for sure a lot on like instagram you know 
TikTok, but I haven't I haven't really seen much out here. Yeah, I actually seen a TikTok where um they go to a Korean barbecue like that and uh they sit this Mexican family. Well, you know, the mom starts complaining about uh like when do when do they start cooking the food for you? So you gotta, you gotta cook your own food. It's like, what? I'm paying this much to cook my own food? Yeah. So like we could have just made this at the house. That's a funny perspective, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's that's the only thing I've kind of seen. Actually, I brought you guys something. I don't know if you guys want to try it, though. It's kind of scary. That's munch on it. Sheesh. You guys like spicy stuff. Oh, shit. Spicy stuff. Like, spicy. <laughs> really spicy. We'll split it. I will take a bite with you guys. All right, let's do it. Because it's literally only it's one chip. chip yeah. Oh no. Are you? You guys want to about the chip? Will you guys try? I'll try, I'll try it. It's deadly. Okay. Are you have yeah. you ever heard Koi talk about it? Yeah. Is it the blue one? Yeah, it's the blue one. Oh my no, I'm good. Have you tried any of them before? Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, I don't, I'm honestly <laughs> scared. <laughs> this is. Yeah. Like, this, that looks so scary, right? <laughs> There's a straight skull on it. I've seen uh, a lot of reaction videos. Yeah, it was shitty. Like, the actual spice isn't crazy spicy. It's after, right? It's the after. Like, <laughs> Dude, you're going to see me check the whole thing. Fucking... Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Here we go. Here we go. It's scary, dude. Because I was literally... So, after I ate it, I didn't feel anything for like an hour hour and a half but that's the whole thing yeah it usually does yeah i did the whole thing and but uh after the hour and a half i think it finally digested into like my stomach acids and then it started like you know trying to deteriorate it and my fucking stomach was burning dude i felt like somebody was stabbing me from the inside i was you ever been like you ever been so fucked up like after drinking whatever and you just like throwing up on the toilet the whole time yeah it was like that but with pain oh wow (laughs) I don't know if I want to do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to, but. I'm done doing it. The yeah. down? Oh. oh. Dude. Man, I this is. Oh, I should have brought some paper towels in here, dude, honestly. Because you don't want to touch your eyes or anything. <laughs> but I'm going to touch my eyes before. <laughs> don't try to be too too much of a hero. That's a good <laughs> solid piece. Pizza? Yeah. It's up to you, man. You can just take a bite of it and put the other half on the. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Yeah, like that oh. is probably what I'm going to take. No way, dude. No way. <laughs> you want to smell it? It's not good. Uh, do you smell anything? Dude, no. Nah, you should. When we're, uh, these little candies right here on top. Oh, uh, yeah. The powder to that, when you, they come in little baggies. When you're, when we're pouring them into a container, getting rid of the, the extra powder... Deadly, bro. Is it spicy? Yeah, deadly, the bro. whole what? kitchen and the front of the store gets. You gotta go outside and yeah. do this shit. What? You gotta put yeah. like a blindfold on? And Pretty everything? much. Dude, a mask won't help. Like you gotta just fucking hold your breath. Yeah, you gotta hold your breath. See, that's all I'm gonna take. Cause I'm scared. I don't want to <laughs> go through that whole thing. All right, cheers. <laughs> Dude, that just brought back some memories. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Let's see how long I can last, actually. Last oh, time once I- you swallow. Ugh. It's hard to chew, right? It's like a different texture chip. It's like moist, almost. <laughs> how you feeling? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. You know, sometimes, like, a <clears throat> when you get, like, a... A grilled jalapeno. Sometimes they're spicy. Sometimes you yeah. never know. You never know. I know. I still have dinner after this, so I don't want to ruin my, my dinner. That's crazy. I gotta work tomorrow too. Hopefully, it's gone by then. Yeah, Koi went five minutes. I only went like a minute and a half. Let me get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That's crazy. I didn't know it was going to be this spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine the whole thing. Hell no. Dude, I was there's to take that too, bro. Did you guys do a whole thing? Like, yeah, me. Yourself? Yeah. I did a whole chip and Koi did a whole though. chip. Oh, wow. And it was not good. Because we, we watched the dude right before we did it. He, uh, some guy on YouTube. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
some guy on YouTube literally <laughs> ate like, I think it was. 16 of them or something crazy what? in a row like back to back he just ripped Doesn't it open like ate it thing saying that you can die yeah probably <laughs> eat at your own risk yeah basically let's see allergic to pepper <sighs> they sell it <laughs> they sell it at uh, Circle K it used to be like 12 <laughs> my 12. ears bro <laughs> your ears <laughs> Bro, they're hella red. Look at this. Oh no. <coughs> yeah. You want some tequila? <laughs> what up? You got some water? Yeah. I don't know if water's gonna help. Oh my god. It actually makes it worse, I feel sometimes. Oh my god, bro. Just leave it in your mouth, the drink. <laughs> hey, I'll be back. I'll get you guys some ice. I can't, I can't. Should have tried some. It's, yeah, you can have a rough time tonight. It's just in my mouth right now, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, fuck. I was literally about to eat that whole chip, too. You were. You were. I see that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom. He's like. He's dying. Yeah. Oh, god. I took a very little piece because I knew, I knew the dangers. The whole chip. The whole chip. There's some other guy that did like fifty of it, fifty what? of them in a row. Yeah, I'm like, this guy is bound to be in a hospital. Straight dead. I don't know what happened to him after. But. Do it at your own risk, bro. Yeah. Um. You could watch without our, I think it was our second podcast ever. Me and Koi ate it. So if you guys want to watch that, we do. We were suffering the whole time. You guys did uh, a full chip YouTube? Yeah. Koi did a pretty good job. He went five minutes without drinking or, you know, putting anything in his mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to toss that out after. <laughs> Imagine if my cat ate that. Oh, oh wow. They'd probably die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you expect that from the no huh I didn't expect it cause I thought I could handle spicy pretty well from my Asian background but Uh this is something this is something different it doesn't go away dude after (laughs) after you started a chip I'm like no I already know yeah so you have any other plans with the Bubba Chicana or Um, other than some more uh, collabs right collabs for now Um, doing collabs trying to get out there um, a little bit more um, but you, I want to do it, you know, kind of like the chip. I want people to come over there to, you know, do an experience, take yeah. pictures, um, try us out at least once. Yeah. So, Have you like, ever done any type of media stuff like with your face or? <clears throat> no. So when we first opened the store here, um, the news people hit me up to do a coverage, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't like being on camera unless I'm filming myself. Right. Um, you have control of what's yeah, going out. Yeah, other than that, you know, I get camera shy. But, yeah, so they hit me up, and I said no. Um, I'll give them an interview. Like, you know, they can write it on paper or whatever. And so they did that. And then, again, I got another um, person that came in, like, right the day before we were going to open. And she already had a camera and everything. I think she was from the news as well. Um, but I told her no. And then when I opened Medford, uh, I did an interview for uh, uh, the K KTV there or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the guy just showed up and uh, the CEO was actually there. And he's like, do it. It's like, do it. Might as well. Just do it. Yeah. And so after that, I feel like I should do more. Yeah. More media stuff. Yeah, it's always good to be like, jump out of your comfort zone, you know? Yeah. I, it feels weird at the time, but it it's does. always, afterwards, you're always like, yeah, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. You know, it's a good experience. It is, it is. And so I want to do a lot more, um, you know, podcasts or uh, news interview or even when we do a collab and, you know, someone wants yeah. to do like an interview, so I, I want to be part of it. I kind of liked it, so. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. 
I started um, doing, learning how to, you know, speak Russian because I was, I was <laughs> bored. Yeah, <laughs> I only did I did like five five podcasts of those five episodes, but and then I got like it got too complicated, so I was like, okay. Wait, so you it's a podcast that teaches you yeah. Russian? Yeah, learn what? it's um two instructors, and so they talk back to each other, and then they kind of like teach you how to speak Russian. What? Yeah. So, so why do you want to learn Russian though? Is that I don't know. It was yeah. just it's either French, Russian, or Chinese, and they all seem like the most difficult one. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, Russian just sounds cool, you know. Uh, so I was like Russian first, and then French. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, when I was taking Spanish, like I grew up speaking Mian like super fluently, like to my mom and whatever. But as soon as I started going to like American school, you know, I started cutting back on my mean. Yeah. And then you just slowly lose it. You do. You do. And then and then I try to learn a third language. It's like what? You know, like, yeah. What was I saying before? I don't know. So I even now when I talk to I don't even talk to my mom and uh, me anymore, or I'll, I'll speak like some little things, but it's not like it doesn't come out like automatically. I gotta mm-hmm. like think and think conceive about a sentence, and it takes like thirty seconds probably. Yeah, sometimes I'll be like um, talking to a customer, and then it just switches. Like something comes out in English, and then she's like, "What? What?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Um, and then, and then I have to think about it. I was like, "How do you say this word in Spanish?" Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, I know what you mean. It's but um, me and him where we were at. It's, uh, so we came from Salinas, and Salinas there's a big like Hispanic population over there, and Filipino, right? Uh, I'm not sure exactly, but I mean, it could be, hmm. uh, over there, the schools actually honestly teach you Spanish. Like they teach you in Spanish. Oh, what? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually. My, I went, I was in preschool over there. I mean, they were, I was talking Spanish to my teachers. They spoke it back to me. That's how I was learning until I came up here. I was like six, seven, uh, so different. It's like English. I had to learn it like way faster. I feel like just because um, before that it'd be only Spanish because uh, my mom, and my dad, they only spoke Spanish. Uh, after time, though, my mom, my mom speaks it and understands it now. But it's just like I don't over here. I feel like I had to like forget Spanish in a way. Yeah. I mean, over here, like in the beginning, we were over here. We didn't have really uh. Like, I guess, like, people to talk to in Spanish besides, like, my mom, you know? So it's just, like, I kind of, I guess I'd say my Spanish is a little whitewashed, but at the same time, working here, though, I had to, like, get back into it more just because yeah. a lot of people do come in that don't speak English. Yeah. It's just, like, I kind of want to, like, be able to sound like I'm not whitewashed, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people who come up here do get whitewashed, I feel like. I get that. Sometimes I go to, like... uh like Asian events, like Chinese New Year or something. Yeah. Go to my cousin's house or friends that are Mian, and then the, all their parents are OGs, you know, so they're speaking Mian to me. Straight Mian, yeah. And I feel so disrespectful replying <laughs> in English. I'm like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, sometimes you just don't want to look stupid, like, you know. Yeah, like, that too. Like messing up on any, like, words or anything. Yeah, so no just like, kid. Yeah, pretty much yeah. like a no sabo kid. That's what you pretty much call a Mexican who's whitewashed. Oh, a no sabo kid. So what, a gringo or something? <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 more. I feel like it's even more disrespectful because it's a more. Uh, well, it's it's like a new term now. Um, because um, it's basically like you you've been raised in a Hispanic family and now um, when they ask you something in Spanish, like let's say your family members come from Mexico. And they don't speak any English. And they're asking you something in Spanish. And you reply. And it's totally like chopped up. You know. Spanish, basically English. like doesn't yeah. doesn't even make sense sometimes. Um, like no sabo. Is not, it's not even like a, a thing. But uh, yeah. Kids nowadays are saying no sabo. And it's no se. Like no se. Yeah. And it's no sabo. But it's because they're, they're just so accustomed to English that it comes out wrong that's probably how i would say it <coughs> like i don't know no sabo yeah, yeah no sabo no sabo yeah. Much, just, yeah um but yeah i feel like i've been barely getting back into speaking more spanish for sure because before that we straight english i talked to my mom in english most of the time now too 
it's just like you barely be speaking Spanish out here compared over there like we go and visit our grandma and you know it's all Spanish she don't know any English it's just in general too like you go out you go to stores it's they're all Mexican people working so it's just like you have to kind of just like keep practicing I feel like because if not you're gonna end up a no, no sabo kid, kid yeah. yeah you don't yeah, want to be that it's, you don't no want to be called no sabo kid dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like you get made fun of it too you do yeah it's like big a time thing. it's a big thing to make fun all of the ogs are like yeah you're no sabo kid pretty much like, yeah oh, that's how i feel nobody's ever said like i'm the no sabo you know <laughs> yeah. asian kid whatever <laughs> no yeah but it's like that's how i feel when i reply in english and like yeah, i'm sorry to disrespect like our culture i understand what you're saying but i can't say it back yeah yeah all yeah. right well, anyways, I think we're going to end it right here. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for coming oh, by. Thanks. thanks for having us. Yeah, uh, this is fun, us. definitely. Yeah. If you ever want to come back. If you ever got part something two, going part on, two, yeah. Yeah. part two, let me go. Yeah. We'll take on another pocket chip challenge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it next time. I'll come, I'll yeah. Come fed. Make sure you have the next the two days off. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. On my way. Driving. Uh, <coughs> all right, guys. Well, if you guys haven't been to La Michoacana, head there right now as you're watching this video or listening it has the most authentic mexican desserts and other things there around for sure um uh if you're tired of cold stone you're tired of baskin robbins this is the place you know what i'm saying if it's not plus it's not us yeah that's what they say you guys got any last words to tell the people anything you guys want to plug yeah, just stop by. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. So yeah, I'm mean, yeah. always there. You mentioned you come from the Munch Gang podcast. Just Munch Gang. Know. Yeah. Pretty soon there'll be a secret menu and Munch Gang. Yeah. Be a Munch Gang special. We might. That'd be cool. Yeah. We might get some on there. Out. Oh, maybe you guys get a free sticker too. You know. What yeah. I mean? Just stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. You don't got any last words. That was it. Um. No, just come try us out. Yeah. If you don't like it, try something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching this episode. Peace. <laughs>